Hello again, everybody. Hey. This is Heather Previtt. Yes. And I'm sitting in the podcast room again with Pastor Matthew Cruz. And we are getting together to do our monthly update on what's going on in the life of the church. Uh, so we're just going to kind of go through a big list of bullet points yeah. of all the exciting stuff that we're happening that is happening in October and that will come um, in the coming year. So first of all, we are so excited that gospel communities I know. are have launched and are seem to be going strong. Yes. We've ended oh. up with seven gospel communities. Yeah. And four of them are being led f- by, facilitated by folks who have not done that before. So mad thankful yeah. at their effort to do that. We had our first gospel com- community leaders training. Mm-hmm. So um, shared a meal, sat in a big square circle and just heard from everybody what the first month or so on the ground has been like very encouraging very excited by the enthusiasm for folks to be doing gospel community life together thankful for the leaders and um, glad that that has launched healthy in this new church year 100 percent. yeah that's great uh and then the other thing that is happening every week that I'm not sure if everybody knows happens every week is we launched a pseudo ministry 4.0, I guess what number we're on. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, So we kind of have our own little gospel community with our seventh through 12th graders. Yeah, Um, that would be gospel community number eight. I didn't think of that. Yeah. So that happens um, in a local home. It actually, my husband and I uh, host these students each week and we feed them. We do some soul care. We they do can eat. gospel conversations. Um, and it's been really fruitful and really great. So thank you for praying for that. Um, and you can continue to pray for that as well. Um, cause we are piloting this, so it could completely change, um, if it's not working out, but so far so good. Um, we're going to just keep going strong for the rest of the year with that. Yeah. And remember the big Focus for the year is the ground war of discipleship. So we've uh, worked super hard at the air war of discipleship Mm. and gospel-centered preaching from the scriptures to the conscience doing that as well as we can from the story memoir of Nehemiah this year. Uh, But disciples do not get made just on a Sunday morning. Mm -hmm. We need to walk in the light and share life together around the scriptures face-to-face in super tight community. And so, so glad at the renewed energy for gospel communities being safe, thriving places in the life of the church, big time. Yeah. Um, the So we talked a little bit about what we're doing with the 7th through 12th graders, but we're also really excited about what's happening with the 4th through 6th grade. Yeah. Uh, we've been talking a lot about the upcoming retreat, um, which is this coming weekend. Right. Uh, this Sunday after church, we'll head up to Toa Nippy Retreat Center in New Hampshire with I think almost all of our students are coming, wow. which is a huge win. Yeah. And we're really excited about that. And more families are coming up with them this year. So it's going to be a really fun overnight. It's really important and formative for them to have this time together, these concentrated 24 hours yeah. of just fun, friendship, and gospel. That's really what we go for. Um, so it's really great. Uh, we look forward to it every year. Our students look forward to it. It's their weekend. <laughs> so be praying for that. These conversations would happen, um, that the leaders would have the energy to make this retreat awesome for them. What's the maximum hours of sleep? These, maximum these are, hours? Oh, these are fourth through sixth graders. So what are we talking? 10, 11, 12? Uh, 
that would be no no 10 11 12 years old (laughs) oh yes age yes uh but they sleep in the woods Uh -uh. yeah no they don't sleep um i feel like there was a story last year of someone drinking water out of a shoe at like midnight okay and then just kept staying up and they wake up at like six o'clock because they're just so excited to have time together so if you don't know we use the new city catechism with them so that over a three-year run they will have walked through it is money Mm. um, yeah it's really great on the retreat we're focusing in on one of those questions and diving deep on it with them Mm -hmm. but what a great resource and in looking through it i was just like man we need to preach this. Yeah. Everybody in the <laughs> yeah. church could use three years of walking through the big, giant, bold, glorious truths of 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 our faith. So there'll be some some really good gospel content and just a chance for those kids to just be friends and to enjoy each other. Thank you to everybody who's coming to make that happen. Mm-hmm. So a bunch of folks will come up on the Sunday after church. Yep and invest in them for that time some folks got to head home for work on monday but a bunch more are staying overnight to give them a great day on monday none of this none of this none of this works in the life of a small church like ours if the members of the body are not mobilized to be doing gospel advance work with us so here's one big easy fastball to do that so thanks if you're coming and if you didn't know anything about it and have an interest in being there and loving on our kids, connect with Heather about it. Do it. Right. And I will say, um, we just had our chili cook-off, which was a fundraiser. And it because of your generosity and your donations, um, we're able to cut the cost um, of each student going directly in half. So nice. that is huge. And we really are grateful for that. And we just thank you uh, for serving and loving our students in that way. Um, okay, we're going to keep moving on down this list. And the other thing that is happening, so October and se- September and October are busiest months yeah. in the life of the church. So in October, we have these other nights that we ask, if you're new, to come to. And they're called 101. Uh, it's a 101 class. We call it 101. Um, and it's each Wednesday in October, the first four in October. And I'll let you explain more about what that is and why we're excited about it. So the first night was fabulous. We had 14 folks there and we shared a meal together. We got to hear just who was who and how they got connected to the life of the church at this point. And we spent uh, 90 minutes just talking through what is the gospel. So maybe five or six of those folks would be really new, not just to church, but to the gospel itself. And so slowed down and did some work in, in that glorious waters. Yeah. And we'll get together again this Wednesday night and go, all right, so what? How, how, how do I respond to this yeah. thing that God has accomplished through the person and the work of Christ? What does this mean for me and my life? How do I, how do I respond? And then the last two nights, so the first two nights are gospel. The last two nights focusing in on the church. Night three will be, what is the church? Who is the church? What does the church do? Mm. To just cast some theological vision for what it means to be the people of God together. And then again, the last night will be, so what? What does that have to do with me? What does it look like for me to get swept up into the people of God and the mission of God in the life of a local church? And, you know, we were telling them this is not... uh, uh, the timeshare nights where we lock you in the windowless rooms for six hours and try and squeeze a commitment out of you. 
This is an invitation to say, look what God has opened up for us in the gospel through the church. And what if we said yes? What would that look like? And some folks will come through this class and still be thinking on the implications of these things. A bunch of others will say, this is home. I am in. Let's get to work. So 101 Nights are built for that. If you are new, kind of new, sort of new, even if you missed this first night, just come. Be connect with Heather, RSVP. We will feed you. We will watch your children. It's from 6 p.m. to 8 o'clock sharp. There is no going past 8 o'clock, so you'll be home in plenty of time. You'll get to meet some other new folks and get a real good look at some of the beautiful foundational truths that this church is built on to see if this place is a good, safe, healthy fit for you. That's what 101 is about. Great. Yes. And he said it, but I'm going to repeat it. If you are coming, just let me know because we can plan for you and have enough people to watch our kids and enough food. So that's that. Come. If you have any questions, email us, ask us. We'll be happy to answer them. Um, The other, okay, kind of, we're going to take a step back a little bit. And the big thing that we're going for is a church. moonwalk? Sort of. Not like back to the beginning, but I just want you to give some framework about why we're doing all of this stuff this year. What is it that we're really going for? Did I say that? The ground war of discipleship. Oh, you probably did. So don't lose that thought. Uh, One of the ways that we try and connect in a year is... Of course, there's a hundred things that we're about just because we're Jesus's people and we love each other, but also thinking, what's the the biggest thing that we sense the Spirit is wanting us to really put our efforts toward? So three years ago, it was, how do we live missionally as this church in the city of Melrose? And Heather and you did beautiful work of establishing not just our approach, but experimenting with different ways we'd, we'd do that, and that's borne so much fruit. And last year it was, hey, how does somebody who's new experience this church? Do they feel like it was built for them, ready for them? Do they feel warmly welcomed and helped to experience the gospel with us? That's where the one-on-one nights came from. Right. In addition to Connections Breakfasts and these booklets that we've gotten printed up for folks to have in their hand and see, oh, okay, that's what this place is about. And our... Welcome team, ramping up to know what does it look like for me to be ready to greet someone who is new. All of that was a focus last year. Right. So now this year, without losing touch of any of those, Mm -hmm. we've been working on how can we make sure that once somebody is here, that they are being discipled well. How does the ground war happen of actual gospel change in our lives? So gospel communities, student ministry, those are a huge part of saying, how can we do that better this year? Did I answer your question? Yes. I mean, did I take your fastball and hit it? No, no, that was perfect. All right. um, I know you talk about discipleship, but just reframing why we're going extra hard at that this year, because it's kind of setting us up for all the other stuff that's happening. Yeah. <laughs> um, one thing that is happening this whole year, which you've talked about a little bit on Sundays, is our Kalos track. But yes. if you wanted to give an update how that's going, here's your chance. So one of the things that we've come alive to over recent years is um, helping to mobilize our women to both understand and embrace the beautiful thing that God has done in assigning to them to be his daughters, to be female for his glory. And thinking on what does that look like 
and how does that get played out in my life? And also mobilizing, equipping them to become forces for gospel advance in the life of the church, to partner with our pastors in seeing to it that every woman Jesus gives us is valued and loved and gospeled well. And so we take a year to have a discipleship community for a small handful of our women who are interested in being a part of that training to come out on the other side loved, discipled, equipped, and mobilized. So we've got four women who are part of that this year, a bunch more who are interested in doing it, and we'll be able to um, do that in years to come. Mm -hmm. And we had our first night together. It was spectacular. Um, We'll have another one coming up in October. So there's some women being discipled in that way to become disciple makers in the life of the church. Uh, great. So then there's some other stuff that is on the calendar that yet to happen, but we wanted to put it on your radar. Yes. Um, the first would be happening is our second intensive that we're piloting this year. And we've landed on it being a marriage intensive. So do you want to give a little teaser about what that might look like? Yes. And all we can do is tease on this because <laughs> a lot of the specifics Logistics are being are up in the worked air, out. So. Mm-hmm. Um, but in thinking, okay, uh, the ground war of discipleship, what's one place where we could have a real initiative? And feedback from you um, is, hey, what if we had a space where folks who uh, were either getting married, newly married, struggling in marriage, or fine in marriage and just wanting to do it better, Mm -hmm. had a discipleship intensive where some of those basics of gospel-centered marriage would be teased out, and some of the real practicals of how do I do this would be worked through. So we're going to do that this January. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the ice cold of winter, mm-hmm. get a handful of warm nights together with folks who want to go after that and say, what's God calling me to? And how can the Spirit be alive in this with me? So we'll be pushing out information as we make some yep. calls about the when and the how mm-hmm. um, and what we'll be doing. But that's on our radar so that whoever would be benefiting from a season of pressing into that knows we're going to create that space for you with our discipleship um, emphasis this year. Yeah, that's great. Uh, And then the last thing that I have on my list of under the umbrella of discipleship is we, every two years we go hard at a women's retreat. Yeah. um, A gender specific day where we can, come together as women and be discipled around a certain um, topic, theme. Has it been two? So this is, so it's been two years been since two we years. did that. Yep. So we did it two years ago. We brought in an outside speaker. I think we're going to maybe, we're brainstorming how we're going to do it this year. So we're in the initial stages of planning that, but it is coming this year, this March 2020. That's what year we're in, right? Yeah, 2020. <laughs> We're almost in 2020. Yes. So it's coming. Uh, put it on your general calendar. We'll get the date out to you soon. But um, that is this year. So be excited about that. And just know that it's coming. Um, so the other things are just, I don't even call miscellaneous topics that we want to hit on. Um, I don't even know how to introduce those. We're just, the band needs people <laughs> there. If you are a musician, yes. one of the most helpful things you could do yes. is to get in touch with Josh, Felipe, mm-hmm. Nick, and say, hey, I would love to 
start to serve in this way. It's all volunteers that pull off this crazy, killer, amazing yeah. song life that our church has, which is wild and such a gift. Um, but it, it really is the more the merrier, given yeah. that it's not the same folks every week, every week, every week, mm-hmm. but uh, piecing the bands together in that way. So if you are a singer or a musician or a techie. Any musician at all. Yep. Or you want to learn how to run that audio. All of right. that always in a small church like ours is an open invitation for you to connect with mm-hmm. and would be real encouraging to the band. I mean, somehow we have something like eight or 10 folks who are yeah. connected to it. On a rotation. Um, but straight up, more. the more, the merrier yeah. in serving us. And you do not need to be, I don't know, I was a Jack Johnson quality guitarist. <laughs> yeah. Did I say it right? Sure. So just if you love to sing, you love your instrument, um, we'd love to have you connect with our team about jumping in with them. Yeah. Totally. Um, and, oh, something that I'm excited for and that you should be excited for too is coming up in December is, will be our second year participating in Home for the Holidays, which was a huge win for... Um, our church last year to just love on and welcome hundreds of local residents um, of our neighbors. And it is a really fun day just to be creative, use um, any tools that we have to serve and love our community. So we will be, I'll be gathering all creatives, anybody who wants to help pull that together, make that day awesome. Uh, Last year we had over 30 different families just family units come and serve. And that is huge. So we know it was really successful last year. We're going to go for it again. um, And we need your help. So it's the first weekend in, okay, so it's not technically the first weekend because Thanksgiving is so late this year. It is the 6th and 7th, um, that Friday and Saturday of December, that it will happen. So mark that day off. That Saturday day, it's 10 to 2. It's going to be a really fun morning. Um, if you don't know what that is, it's just a, a celebration that our city does um, to usher in the Christmas holiday. And they uh, businesses all around the city participate and they have events and fun things to do in their um, spaces. And there's a trolley that runs through the town and you get to do all these fun things with your family. So we participated in last year and it was really great. We're going to do it again. Mark your calendars. We'd love to have anybody who wanted to help us uh, make that day awesome, be a part of that team. So that, and then the last thing is uh, just a reminder that um, we, I don't know how to say this delicately, but if I were new to our church and I came in with a baby, where would I sit? Back row. (laughs) It may not be... uh, common knowledge, but we do like to set set off the last two rows um, for anybody with an infant or with a young baby under a year old. Um, So we have had signs there historically. They always end up getting thrown away or something. I'll produce new signs for this week. But just as a remember, that's one way we can be super hospitable to anybody coming in to our new families with young children um, to just block off that last row for them. Uh, we would love if you could partner with us in that as well. Anything else on your mind? I'm going to go down to Houston in mm. December, yeah. the first Sunday of Advent. I will be with 
Seven Mile Road in Houston and the tens of thousands of people who are a part of that church now. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. They're doing great. So I'm really excited about that. I was not able to go down last year. So this is a two-year cycle now. So that's the one trip that I'll take um, with the Seven Mile Road family of churches to go down and touch base with, maybe preach to, love on, be with our church down there and see them. So that's a big uh, December upcoming thing that I've got on my heart and I'm getting ready to do. Yeah. Anything else happening? Okay, well, if there's nothing else, then there you go. There's your October update. Yeah. (laughs) And a little bit more of the coming year. And as always, if there's questions about anything, just email us, reach out to us. Uh, All of our information is on the website. All right. And we'll just, you won't ever miss out on any communication that you need to know. So check your email. If you're not subscribed to our email, subscribe. Yeah. And I'll get you connected. All right. All right. Let's do it. (laughs)